Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast where we introduce you to your future favorite artist today. And today's episode is the episode of the Mic Council where we talk about issues that affect the hip hop community outside of beats and rhymes. And today we talk about the Hip Hop 50. Now that Hip Hop 50 is concluding, what do we do with Hip Hop 51 and going on? Where do we go from here? This conversation is contingent on not only knowing who you are and where you come from it also is about respecting the culture and telling your story and um our story is a beautiful one and no matter where you are or where you're from it deserves to be experienced told and shared to the world so i'm going to share some information in this episode i ask that you sit back relax and contemplate do you agree with me and i return with the rest of my commentary when the show is done ah what's going on peace 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 and blessings to everybody out there this is Scrub average chip hop want to say peace to everybody out there if you're rocking with me tonight thank you for staying up late i was supposed to be on two hours ago but i was in such a dope conversation with some of my people from other parts of the country it kind of ran late so please make sure you hit the like button so we can hit that algorithm thank you for even hitting the like thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it before we get into everything i want to just send my condolences to anybody who's lost a loved one because there's been a lot of death in the air you know what i'm saying a lot of people have been losing people i would like to um say um rest in peace to deuce h wood the fifth of the no good hey man look we'll talk about that a little later um but i want to give a shout out to do to the memory in the spirit of Deuce H. Wood V, one of the, uh, my peoples from New Jersey hip-hop who unfortunately passed away and passed away suddenly at that. And the Jizz always said that when in hip-hop, when we lose somebody, it's very, it's very tragic because hip-hop is such a youthful thing, youthful energy, youthful rhymes, and we're losing people. So I just want to say before I get into my topic of where do we go from here now that hip-hop 50 is semi-over, I just want to say, let's give respect to those who are around today. Let's give respect to the people who are alive and well in today's society. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, we, lose, we lose people every single day in this life. And it's not really... It's hard whenever you lose people, because I'm still healing from a loss right now and i'm going to talk about that not on this show but later and i really want people to know how serious it is for me personally to my own personal story because i'm going through some things and i want to uh actually give people a little insight to the things that i've been going through so before we do that I just want to say thank you for joining me. Subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. Subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social media and follow this on our podcast on all streaming platforms. But for right now, I want to bring up the flyer to today's show, which is Hip Hop After 50, where do we go from here? And this year's Hip Hop 50 has been very lackluster because mainstream hip hop has been poor, very horrible. But when you look at the celebrations that have come from Hip Hop 50, we see the importance of the mainstream yesteryears, how they help us appreciate the culture that was built. Rock the Bells has to be one of the best festivals I've seen in years. From last year to this year, to see Scarface, Red and Meth, Queen Latifah, the ladies, LL, of course, being his own festival, or Run DMC. It's been amazing. And then Nas came right behind it with Hip Hop 50 at Yankee Stadium. Amazing, once again, because you get to see not only the mainstream artists, but you get to see the people from yesteryear rock. We got to see A Boogie with the hoodie represent the new generation. We got to see Lauren Hill come back and do something with um, Nas. We got to see Fat Joe bring people out. I mean, Snoop brought out people. Snoop was an MC Shan, for God's sakes. I mean, it was amazing. Then you also had the Sedgwick uh, KRS-One festival that was free with Public Enemy and Kumo D and people out there. And Hip Hop 50 
has brought about a lot of the elders in the um, community to rock and meet and meet today's hip hop fan or appreciator. And it also got us to see where the culture has gone. Some people think highly of it. Some people think low of it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I want y'all in the comments today. Please make sure you comment. Was Hip Hop 50 good to you? And did you enjoy or appreciate seeing the younger artists build with the elder artists in some type of way? Because that was very important. Because the culture has to grow. And it only grows through cohesiveness, unity, and togetherness. And if we keep arguing about old, new, hot, not, mainstream, underground, we're going to lose a lot of what's going on. And the reason why I believe that is because I'm looking at how the game is today, not just in the music, but the culture as well. Like, I'm going to be real with you. Y'all know I'm from New Jersey. I rep that Jersey State, at Garden State, everywhere I go with hip-hop, right? And... The most refreshing thing I seen was to see people appreciate the hip hop that came up in my era. It was dope. Everybody, everybody knows Red Man from Red MF, right? But a lot of people who were younger did not know Queen Latifah even rapped. So to see her at Rock the Bells and all the ladies come out, that was amazing. And then there's people younger than us who's never seen Naughty by Nature. And for them to see Naughty by Nature was amazing. But the drawback to this is that we still only have people from 30 years ago that people could talk about. And my thing is, how do we now see what hip-hop is and go forward representing our territory, our culture, and give something towards the foundation for later for those children that's going to come up from behind us? Because they have to stand on our shoulders to make the culture even better. And my concern is, how are we benefiting them by giving them a half-assed understanding of who we are, what our culture is, and where we come from? Let's do some deep diving, y'all, because hip-hop turned 50, but what are we looking forward to next? Because a lot of people have complained about the hip-hop 50. Did y'all see Luke talk about how Florida hip-hop is never recognize how Luke never gets called for nothing. We saw Trina on stage at Rock the Bells, I believe. No, I was about 50. But we saw Trina on stage, but Trick Daddy wasn't invited. JT Money wasn't invited. Luther Campbell wasn't invited. And maybe they ain't with all the loot and there's some people twerking, but people twerk on stage anyway. So why wasn't Luke invited? That's something to think about. We see a lot of Southern hip-hop was getting respect in Jersey and, and in New York. But a lot of Southern artists, I don't know, are they moving and shaking doing this um, hip-hop 50? Hip-hop is so big that we have the industry, we have the underground, we have uh, social media, we have streaming. But the one thing I'm telling y'all that needs to happen for hip-hop to get great again and prominence, we need hip-hop to go back to regionality because we got to separate it by region so people can see how great hip-hop really is. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Hip-Hop 50 by Nas and LL Cool J doing Rock the Bells, amazing. Because hip-hop really doesn't have a mainstream, consistent hip-hop festival. And if Mass Appeal does it every year from now on, that would be amazing. If the tickets stay $50, amazing. It'll be, it'll be remarkable. If Rock the Bells stays the same, remarkable. The Roots have their festival in Philly. You got the Dreamville in North Carolina. You got Louisiana. Um, Louisiana, you know, um, New Orleans and all that. You have um, Little Brother doing their share in Durham. I don't know if the High Rose got something going on in Cali, but see the regions and how that's going on. Does Chicago have something? Does Texas have something? Does Florida have its own? Forget all them. New Jersey doesn't have its own. And we have a great history when it comes to hip-hop. And I mean, that's what I think it has to happen for hip-hop to go another 50 years. We have to celebrate the people that's in our region because everybody's so pissed off at what the mainstream says. Who's in the mainstream? Who's on the radio? Who's getting listened to? 
It's up to you to dictate who's getting listened to. And one thing I'm going to tell you is I'm not particularly happy with how things are getting represented. I was looking at um a lot of the lists that come out for like beat rhymes and lists. And I was looking at that website and I was looking at a website. I got to pull up right now, right here. It talks about the top 25 or so rappers from New Jersey, right? It was a top 10 that came out. I think it came from beats, rhymes, and lists, I believe. Um, I saw it online and I wanted to get the best beat, rhymes, and list.com. I wanted to go to the best 10 rappers of New Jersey all time. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is for a point. Because on the beats, rhymes, and lists list, right, it says the top 10 rappers of all time are the from New Jersey are the Artifacts, The Outsiders, Lakim Shabazz, Chill Rob G, Rod Digger, Joe Button, Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill, Tretch, and Redman. All capable people who represent the New Jersey culture. That list is so flawed, though, because our state has great artists that could possibly be on that list that you may not have heard of. Or if you did, where's the support for them? And that's why I'm here, because I'm going to shout them out. Let me tell y'all something. There's people who rhyme from New Jersey that's never going to be on any list. That's never going to be invited to hip hop fifties that need to be talked about. I want to give a shout out right now to one artist. I'm not going to go in order who's better or whatever. I'm not doing that. I just want to talk about hip hop right now. And there's one artist that I believe should be on these lists when it comes to New Jersey. Cause I mean, let me talk about the New Jersey list one more time. One more time. The top 10 artists from New Jersey, hip hop artists from Jersey, according to beats, rhymes and list.com are the artifacts the outsiders like him shabazz chill rob g rod digger joe button queen latifah lauren hill tretch and Redman. the issue i have with that list is while they mix groups and they mix so with solo artists i think that's unfair because Either you're diminishing the group and elevating the solo artists or you're just putting people together because you don't know the knowledge of who came from this state and what they did. Because I'm going to keep it real with you. Naughty by Nature was mostly Tretch, right? I can't compare Naughty by Nature to the Outsiders or the Artifacts. Number one, because the music was different. And, and, and how big their songs were. But you compose and take away a lot of the understanding of who New Jersey hip-hop is. And one artist that I want to say deserves to be in that list of rappers, because it didn't really say artists. It said rappers. And let me see what the criteria was. It said it said that um, New Jersey, a vibrant hotbed of hip-hop talent, has long thrived in the shadows of rap's number one city, New York City. New York had Biggie, Jay-Z, Mob Deep, blah, 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 blah. From the raw, unfiltered narratives of groups like the Artifacts to the introspective verses of Joe Budden, New Jersey's hip-hop scene represents a rich, diverse soundscape, right? So, once again, let's get into it from Rod Digger, Redman, Odie by Nature, to Queen Latifah, Lauryn Hill, such and such. Here are the top, top 10 best New Jersey rappers of all time. So there wasn't really a criteria put in. There wasn't really a account for history. It's just mainstream, right? But we're talking rappers. And I don't know all the rappers from Jersey. I really don't know all the history. That's what Heritage Hip Hop was made for. So not only I can learn, but everybody can learn about how great my state is as well. But one rapper that was not mentioned when it comes to rapping, when it comes to New Jersey, is Drift. Now, some people say, you know, Drift stays in one pocket with the beats. Some people say Drift is one of the slickest talking MCs from Jersey. Drift has a story 
It has releases. It has the history that comes with Battle Ramen on 106 in part that puts Drift up there because he won a major platform on cable television that everybody was fighting to get on. Y'all know Blind Fury, right? But you should know Drift because Drift won that 106 in part thing. So why wouldn't Drift be counted as one of the best when it comes to rhyming or being rapping from New Jersey? Now, that was the top two. That, that was the mention of the top 10. I'll get into the other list later. But once again, Drift is never mentioned when it comes to talent, when it comes to New Jersey and being out there. And I think that's 100% wrong. Make sure you hit the like button when y'all come in here. I want y'all to like it. Go to YouTube as well and put the like button in because we, we need to, we need to um, hit this algorithm. But Drift is one of those artists that's never fully appreciated when it comes to hip hop. Even though people don't talk about him much, I'm looking at the list that we had, and number 10 was the artifacts. Let me tell you something. You know, anybody who knows Heritage Hip Hop or has watched me or knows me personally knows the artifacts are my favorite group from New Jersey hip hop, right? And even though you took them as a collective, you you can say Tame and L separately or together or very capable artists from New Jersey separately, and they could be somewhere on that list too. L has that offbeat style, and Tame was very lyrical and nasty. And together, it worked. And even separate, it worked. Like if there's one song from L I would tell you to listen to, listen to Crowd Pleaser. Ill Mind on Production. Dope. If uh, you want to know um, Tame one song, when rappers attack. So I'm saying? You have songs from them that shows their capability. And also look at their discography. They have a bunch of music. So even though the artifacts are there together, they can be there separate as well. And that needs to be acknowledged. You feel me? Another top person from hip hop or in hip hop that's from Jersey that wasn't talked about is Ransom. Ransom is nasty. And people could say he was born here and whatever. He grew up in, I heard him shout out Jersey City and Jersey more than anything else. If I, Am I wrong? Because Ransom is not nasty. And Ransom is one of the best rappers out right now that represents New Jersey. And he's in no one's list. I don't even see Ransom get invited out to do shows. So I'm going to keep it real. Because that is that gatekeeping? Or is that us playing with this thing, trying to talk about we love hip-hop when really people don't? Because the hand that could pull the next man up or bring something new to the game is not being done. Ransom is one of the best artists out right now to actually wave that Jersey flag. And I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, me not seeing him somewhere on the stage, very culpable. I don't, I don't like that. I didn't go see... A lot of the hip hop 50 shows, I get to see many in the hip hop 50 shows in person because of my personal issues. But I know that we had a Lincoln Park Festival, right? And people were invited up there. Like Kim Shabazz was there, Ella Sensei was there. It was people do it all. Shout out to do it all. Those are the underground who's not on that list, by the way, um, are there, right? But when it comes to us celebrating who we are, we have to show the world our rich history so our Hip Hop 50 could be, if not just as good, better than some other people's. Because, look, I'm going to tell you something. There's people that are in the hip hop realm of New Jersey that will never see the light of day because people don't know our story. Like, who's celebrating Hip Hop 50 in New Jersey playing some Govmatic or some Diesel Don or some... um. 2 p.m. or the Williams Brothers, Runt Dog. Who's playing them? Who's playing Drift? Who's even going back and playing Apache stuff? And I don't know if Apache's from Jersey. I don't know. Like I said, teach me. Because we don't talk about him enough. If he is, but who's playing it? Who? One of my favorite, if not my favorite MC from New Jersey of all time is Double O. Double O has plaques on Redman's albums. Double O has battle rap. Double O has started the Huntsman um, thing. Double O is amazing. June, what's going on? Double O is out here doing great work when it comes to hip-hop. And we don't even 
when this hip hop 50 came and New Jersey came up, double O's name wasn't even mentioned. But my thing is, who did they talk to from New Jersey to talk about who from our culture could represent our culture and make our own, our own hip hop 50 pop? There's people I've heard of that you have, what you would never hear that were amazing when it comes to hip hop. Mike C arguably is one of the greatest freestylers in hip hop history, arguably. And Mike C, because of whatever issue it is that maybe it was going on around him or with him or something, you don't hear Mike C's music at all or Mike, Mike C on a track or nothing. Mike C is like, he's still rhyming today. If you look at Redman's social media thing, he'll have him on this rhyming on the side of a car, so you know, at the window or something. You'll have somebody walking on the bar, but oh, it's Mike C. And then you see Mike C. Mike C could still rhyme to this day and is killing it. You know what I'm saying? He still has it. Make sure you share this. He has the talent. He has the charisma. He still has it. Now, where he is in his life, I don't know. But he's one of the best that Jersey's ever had that people don't know. You have people like Swan Stigger. If you weren't there, you don't know. All you have is stories, and that's what I have. I have stories. I've never heard him rhyme personally, but Swanee. Like, these are people who people talk about when it comes to the hip-hop in New Jersey that I'm telling you, people don't appreciate our folks enough. And it's pathetic and sad, and it's up to us to really tell that story. You have, I don't think Percy P's from Jersey, and he got mentioned, but not in the list. But um, it's funny how the outsiders got put together in a group and Rod Digger is an outsider, but she got put solo. Now, maybe it's because she had a solo career and not come out particularly with the outsiders. But that was just very interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Salute. The thing about New Jersey hip hop is they mash us together in such a way where it's bullshit. Like we don't really get to expand and show our depth and the diversity we have. They just say, oh, New Jersey's diverse and they're great and this and that. Once again, the top 10 best New Jersey rappers, according to beats, rhymes, and lists, are the artifacts, the outsiders, Lakim Shabazz, Chill Rob G. Rob Digger, right? Joe Button, Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill, Tretch, and Redman. All right. That's the top 10 they had. They had two groups and a bunch of solo artists. And that's unfair. Because if you're doing rappers, why are you putting groups in with the solo artists? And then how are you deep diving into know our history? Now, that was from Beach Rhymes and Lists. Let me read you the top 25 rappers from New Jersey on musicindustryhowto.com. The top 25 rappers from New Jersey, as told by musicindustryhowto.com, are these people. Ice-T, Queen Latifah, Russ, Tretch, Lauren Hill, Chino XL, Akon, Redman, Mike Zombie, salute to Mike Zombie, Wyclef Jean, Milkbone, Dash, never heard of Dash, Shaquille O'Neal, Justina Valentine, Pace One, Lady Luck, Audrey Nuna, I don't know who that is, she's from Manapolon, it says, okay, Rod Digger, Shariah J., Skinny from the Nine, debatable. Kosher Dills, Jewish dude. 070 Shake. Rakim Shabazz. And that's it. Do you see what I mean when I say there's people missing? And do you have people that's put in there that you don't know? And when you listen to them, it's like, that's the best we have to offer by you. That's what you say. And I know people try to keep it contemporary. I know people try to keep it like, yo, you know, we got to put some new people in there so we can introduce new new artists or whatever. But fuck that. It's the Hip Hop 50, right? And to go beyond Hip Hop 50, you got to right the wrongs of the people who did us wrong. 
And those lists fuck us over. I'm going to just be 100% honest with you. Those lists are horrible. Listen, Drift not on that list. Mike C not on that list. Double O is not on that list. How about O Solo? Where's O Solo on that list? Is uh, Shotgun Shook from Jersey? I think he is. Where is he on that list? Where's Arsenal? Where's Sue Surf? Where is Twin Hype, for God's sakes? If you're putting groups and people together, the Fugees aren't even in there as a collective. And look, excuse me, look what they did as a collective. For hip hop to move beyond 50 years, we have to teach people and teach our youth who we are and don't let people tell us who we are. Because when it comes to hip hop 50 or realizing hip hop and what is importance, Sylvia Robinson is not mentioned at all when it comes to this New Jersey thing. Sylvia Robinson helped put mainstream hip hop together through Sugar Hill Records. Nobody talks about her enough. Now, you could talk about, well, Sugar Hill Gang shouldn't be in the top or whatever. Being that they're from Jersey, and that's where you ever saw the movie The Breaks on Netflix, that's important to know so you can understand Sugar Hill Gang's importance to what hip-hop is, period, Jersey or not. Shout out to um, Sugar Hill Gang. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to um, the legacy of Sugar Hill Gang. Because if not for their legacy, where would mainstream hip-hop be today? Because there wouldn't be none. They took that, they took that that disco song "Good Times" from Chic and made it a new song. Thanks to Sugar Hill Records, you know, jump on it, Tonto, and all that shit. They did that, right? Okay. Shout out and rest in peace to Duke Booty. Y'all can laugh at his name and say pause, but guess what? He's one of the most important people who helped pioneer this hip hop thing. He's from New Jersey. All right. There's contemporary people out right now that I believe people should know. That represent New Jersey because New Jersey has so many pockets, right? Think about it. Plainfield, New Jersey. Do people talk about signs of life enough? Do people talk about Negros Americanos enough? I don't think they do. Think about that. Then you go to Elizabeth, New Jersey. You got Samuel Steady Rock. Do people talk about him enough? Are we actually giving him his respect? Uh, Jersey City has a whole nother thing when it comes to um, New Jersey hip-hop. Um, there was Double X Posse. They have a new name now. You got CF, who toured with Armoto Technique, who's still dropping good music, right? Billion Man Rebellion is Jersey and Brooklyn, right? You got, um, I think Ransom represents Jersey City and Joe Button and all that, but there's other people that's around that represent that Jersey sound that people aren't fully recognizing. I don't know everybody. I'm not going to name everybody. So please don't ask me to do that. But if you think about Montclair, you got Samad Savage and Jay Wonder, right? You think about East Orange, you got Tretch from Naughty by Nature. But what about the Rotten Rascals? What about Cruddy Click? You think about Nork. What do you, what, what you know about the orphans and, and people like that? Desert set, you know? New Jersey had the outlaws, and the industry didn't even support the outlaws. They shitted on the outlaws, right? Let's go a little further down, because there were people who came from New Brunswick and South Jersey and got into that Philly sound. It was people all over the state of New Jersey. I forgot my man from um, Lou, Big Lou, from Camden. Poppy Stores, Orange, New Jersey. People know Fatboy SSC, right, for the comedy. Okay. But he's still a part of the fabric of what makes New Jersey hip-hop great because, once again, it's the diverse sounds. What about Crutch Calhoun? SL. What about uh, Malk from Bayonne? And then, look, I'm keeping it very heavy male. What about the females? What about Queen of Vayan? Nisa F. What about Abyss? What about Pineapple City? Lady London. Y'all want to claim Coil Array? Put her in there. But that's part of our fabric. What about Nada? Keith Chandler? You know, stress. I mean, we got Chief Bally. We had Deuce H. Wood. Whether you want to see them here or here, I don't care. These are the people that make up the fabric of who we are. 
And we need to start acknowledging people like Blaze the Rebel, Soulless, Stress, Row, we Molly. We we need to start talking about the people we have and putting them up here because nobody's going to fuck with us if we don't fuck with ourselves. I'm tired of people saying, yo, New Jersey don't get on because y'all in New York shadow. Fuck New York shadow. We could shine our own light and be great ourselves. If hip hop has been around for 50 years, you mean to tell me the only time we could talk about our home state and the people we have is from the 90s only, and that's 30 years ago? That's amazing, and that's trash. And don't give me the Fetty Wap shit, because even if Fetty Wap came in 2000, that's still 20-something years since they let somebody, they let somebody, remember, let, or got somebody to get in there and start making noise. And that's bullshit. That's absolute trash. And I believe we have a bigger responsibility to ourselves and to the culture, our youth especially, to give them something better than what's on the radio or what people say is hot by teaching them who's hot now. And you know whose fault it is? Not only is the consumer, it's the artist's fault because the artists are filling the culture and I'm calling the artists out. I've said it before and I said it time and time again. You have outlets out here that will support and get behind you, but you shit on the outlets by not working with them intently. You got new collectors like Rap Villain Records, right? Shout out to Ali Rocket and Heem and uh, Taco and um, Nick Strait, Bobcat. Shout out to all of them, right? That collective is moving and shaking, going here, 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 and there. And they reach out, and I support them, and I salute them. But the one thing I don't like that artists don't do, artists don't know the game when it comes to relationship building. And that's what I've been trying to harbor with Heritage Hip Hop for the longest. You got collectors like O50 Boys and um, Ill City. They're harboring those good feelings and relationships by building with the community. And they also, from what I've seen, go to the outlets. To build our hip hop 50 beyond this is to not look at we're getting our acknowledged from other people because other people don't fuck with other people. So why are we trying to fuck with people who don't fuck with themselves? We really need to do it ourselves. You have outlets like Where Beats Meets Bars, Break a Leg Entertainment, Heritage Hip Hop. You have um, One New Jersey Hip Hop. You have Eight Squad Rebel Radio. We had nonfiction radio and reject radio. We had all these outlets that I'll just put a couple for right now. Um, We are Jersey and stuff like that. But are the artists out there actively making it so they're seen and known in the garden state so people keep talking about them and bringing them up? It should not be a crapshoot for you to say, I hope I get on this stage. I hope I get on that stage. No, fuck that. Go make it happen for you. You got podcasts like Heritage Hip Hop, Bar Talk. You had, and I'm shouting all these people out. Um, GHE Entertainment, shout out to Quilla. You have all these people that's out here, and instead of forging relationships so people can move your music and do things, you book cop, you book interviews, you get on the radio stations, it is whatever. And I want y'all to stop doing that. Send these outlets your music correctly. Send them your videos properly so people can blast your stuff. See, hip-hop has always been about people don't fuck with us, so we're going to make it about us. And we're going to use it through peace, unity, and having fun. And we're going to change the narrative of what people say about us. But you know what fucked it up? People put money in the game, and now people are using the artists as slaves cash cows people you got labels that's being allegedly allegedly we got labels that's out here killing their artists to recoup on money that they know they're not going to get if the artists don't sell that's dangerous we have that going on and is that going to be the future of hip-hop 50 beyond being an artist and getting killed because if that's what you want hip-hop to be i don't want you around me and i don't want you in my culture that's bullshit. But if you're going to be somebody who wants to see this thing grow and go to the next level, 
we have to teach, we have to expose positive and negative, and then we have to grow. Music industry books. As artists, learn the art of relationship building and reach out. As a person who wants people wants to be heard, put yourself in position to be seen and heard at all times. As artists, like credible artists, once again, D Bridges, another one. I'm shouting people out on this because I really want people to know that when it comes to hip hop 50, yeah, it's cool to see Tretch and Queen Latifah and them on stage because they earn that. But there are other people behind them that's putting the work in to be on that stage too. And if we wait for people to put other people on stages, they will not be on them stages because the powers that be and the people with the money, if they don't see a value in using them, they're not going to celebrate them. And instead of us wanting to use them, let's celebrate them because they're putting their talent out there and they deserve to get that look, especially if they're grinding to be seen. I'm personally proud of Ali Rocket and rap villain Nisa F, uh, Queen Avea, Samad Savage in the Cornerstones. I'm happy to see Solus and Blaze the Rebel be newer voices that we hear this year because people are giving them more of a chance because the opportunity of being in a group because the group dynamics are gone. I can't wait for Out the Mud to drop, Dot Bundini, Stomp. I mean, all of them. I mean, it's important to see our music and our people go to the next level. But it's your fault if they don't. Because at the end of the day, if we're looking at this Hip Hop 50 thing and people are complaining about the Hip Hop 50 and people are saying, well, I expected this or I expected that or I wanted this or I wanted that. What about the people who are on those on those, those journeys to grind? Are you helping them? Are we teaching our children about this hip hop thing? Are we exposing them to the different things, uh, different pockets of hip hop? I mean, like I said, Drift, Drift could rap his ass off, but he also could paint. That's hip hop. That's graffiti. That's, that's just one of the pillars. It's art. Are we teaching the children about the artifacts? Ella Sensei got clothes. It's fashion. It's part of our, part of our culture. That's peace, right? When it comes to the music, are we dancing with the kids? Are we playing the Coil Array? Are we playing the Pineapple Cities and the Lady Lady J's and the Lady London's? Are we playing that stuff? Because if we're not, and we're only focusing on who twerking, who getting high, who who's sexing, then we're really cheating our children and our next generations out of what hip hop really is. Because I think it's important for you to know what your child or what you're listening to and how to advance the people who you may feel can contribute to the culture. I love playing Samaya Savage for the children in my classroom. I love playing Gail Campbell. A Chops the Savior had a song called Chisel. I love playing that in my classroom because the kids got to dance. That's keeping the culture alive. Check this out. Phoenix Nebula said, when I go to shows to see him on YouTube, our people are visibly the minority in the 80s and 90s. That was not the case. You're actually correct. Why, why are we the minority? Because of this. Money. But even though we are the quote-unquote minority, we still dictate where the culture goes. And that, once again, I think has to go with regionality. Because if we don't respect the regions that we're in, how can we know who's hot everywhere? Listen, y'all, when Public Enemy went on tour back in the 80s, Public Enemy helped bring out NWA. And if you didn't notice, on the NWA and the Posse album, they had clocks on like Flavor Flav. They were one crew. Did you know that? This is the point where I brought this up. When they traveled, the regions got behind their people so much that they wanted to bring out the hottest person in that region on stage so they could bust for the region. They get on stage and really do something with the microphone on stage for their region. If G Herbo came to New Jersey right now, who is he pulling on stage? Who is everybody going to talk about? Are y'all going to talk about Swerve, Pav Bundy? Who y'all going to talk about? See, those are the names I'm giving you because I want you to know these people. See, it's easy for New York because New York ago, we had Big Daddy Kane, Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls, Brooklyn. We had Nas. We got Mob Deep, Tragedy Gaddafi, Queens. You know, we had Uptown. We had Heavy D. We had Uptown Records. We had, they'll put all that shit out. But when it comes to um where I'm at, Essex County, Hudson County, Middlesex County, Union County, Cumberland County, whatever, right? We go by counties 
but we're still not talking about the people that we listen to in them counties. You feel me? Like, we're not really projecting and letting the world know, number one, we're different. Everybody don't sound the same. And we have people we believe in that you need to know. Now, I always say, I blame the artists for a lot of this shit. Because a lot of artists don't promote themselves. They don't travel. They don't go to these music conferences. They don't meet DJs. They don't um, get publicists to put their stuff out. But there's a lot that do. And for those who that do, they deserve that look. And we got to give it to them. I've, I've seen Nisa F and Nevaeh open up for mainstream artists. And I'm like, wow. What are we going to do for them? Heritage Hip Hop always supports them. But what are we as a collective going to do? Because then we all fail when it comes to that. Ill City has been on Shade 45 and all these other places. How do we support them? Samad Savage has been making moves for years. He should have been somewhere on stage touring Europe and all other types of shit like Venomous 2000, Venomous, you know, Ephraim, whatever his name is. I can't say the whole name. Pardon me, Venomous. No disrespect. But we have people out here that have made those moves. And where's that? Let's go a little old school. Do y'all have the Straight Out of Jersey album by G Rock? No. G Rock is important when it comes to the fabric of New Jersey hip hop. Why nobody asked G Rock to come out? Think about it. Do y'all know who G-Rock is? Because if you don't, Heritage Hip Hop, look up the interview with G-Rock. G-E-E-R-O-C-K. G-Rock. That's hip hop royalty in New Jersey. Royalty. Red carpet. Where's the love? You tell me. Are we celebrating Just Blaze? Just Blaze was in the industry. Is Just Blaze, I'm doing, he's doing festivals. Is he putting something together to put something to celebrate Jersey? I don't think so. And you know why? Because the industry is so... (sighs) The industry is so closed in that letting people in is something they don't really want to do unless you're an influencer or they can make money off of you, it seems. And I ain't mad. Go get your money. Just don't compromise yourself. That's all I ask. And if you're not going to get in, you're always fighting your way to be heard or seen. And my thing is you don't, in today's society, of course they could block you and shadow ban and do all this other shit, but there's things that you can do to be seen, heard, and appreciated. And one thing is getting the community behind you. And that's why I think Hip Hop 50 has fallen short for so many people. That we're pulling in all these different people from different regions. Or who's the hottest person from here and here and here and here? But how do we celebrate us in our own region so people can know we're hot, where we're from, and we don't need anybody else to tell us that we're hot? That's my major thing of how we could take Hip Hop 50 to the next level years to come. Because, listen, I'm not going to lie. Newark, New Jersey does a pretty good job with the Lincoln Park Festival. Can't lie. Newark, New Jersey does a pretty good job with 24 hours apiece when they allow the home team to do their thing. There's something in South Jersey called Jersey Fest. And I'm going to make it my damn business to go to Jersey Fest so I can meet artists from that region and part of New Jersey because that's important. New Jersey's weird. We have North Jersey and South Jersey in this weird bubble called Central Jersey, right? That's nowhere on the map called Central Jersey. But, you know, they have a designation. Maybe that's hip-hop. They call themselves Central Jersey, right? So we have that, and there's no communication, it seems. And we have to get this stuff together. The thing that bothers me, y'all, how can you get together if the knowledge of each other is so non-existent i'm gonna tell y'all something i don't tell my business too much but i tried to work with another podcasting um platform from south jersey and that shit totally went up that went to hell and it wasn't on my part but when you when you ask when you tell somebody 
do I have to be seen with you? That's disrespectful. And that ego or whatever that is, cut the pipeline. So some people do this and some people do that. I don't mind if you do both personally. But my thing is, that's the type of shit that fucks us up. Because what's going to take hip-hop 50 plus one and on is going to be unity and communication. I went to a DJ conference. Shout out to my fleet DJ family, right? And I asked, why do people put the radio and podcasters against each other where radio and podcasters can work together to help build the culture and, uh, and, and, and break and inspire artists? The panel took it like I'm talking about competition more than the purpose of working together. And I was so disappointed because I'm like, that's not what the fuck I asked. I'm asking about working together, unity, and doing things to get people together to build our culture up so hip-hop is not forgotten. Because I don't want to see hip-hop go out like jazz. Do y'all still talk about jazz? When you go get a jazz album, that's in a weird little section somewhere in the store when you used to go get our music. And what? Like, people <laughs> people talk about jazz only when they, when they see it. But hip-hop is everywhere, though, right? So can hip hop disappear? Yes, especially if we don't take care of it. And my thing is, how do we take care of something if we're not taking it under our own control? You have to control the narrative by letting people know, yeah, New York is hot and yeah, Philly cool and yeah, Cali cool, but we got some shit right here that now that needs to be talked about. And I personally think with people not knowing just who we are, what we are, how fucking awesome we are, we're really doing a bad job by exposing the world to who we truly are. I'm telling y'all, I guess it saddens me a lot of the times. Cause like I said, I'm a, I'm an internet platform. I'm a platform and I can't get interviews. People will like not show up or I don't get new videos when they drop so I could blast them. Nah, I don't get none of that stuff. But I support the hell out of these artists. You know how I support them? Let me show y'all something. It ain't about bigging me up. Look at that. Look at that. My award show's coming back. I'm going to do my award show again. It's not going to be in August this time because there's some personal things going on. I'm going to postpone it. But I give people awards and stuff so that that part of the hip-hop history can be told later. I grew up doing great and shit, it didn't win a fucking thing. I never got awards. I never got certificates. The the, the one certificate I got that I, I cherish is from my boss. It's above this computer right here. Certificate of appreciation for me by my site supervisor teaching preschool. That's one of the few things I ever got from a job or somebody who seen me work. I didn't really get shit in school. I was a good student in school. School was boring. I didn't give a fuck, but when I when I really achieved, wanted to work and achieve something, I never got anything. And I could pass that painful memory on, or I could do better by the community by having an award show and giving people something that says, I see you, I hear you, and I appreciate you. Now, the fucked up thing is, it got to a point where I'm, I'm buying trophies and people don't want their trophies. Now, that I'm not going to do again. I'm not. I'm going to tell you you won, and if you want something, then maybe we could work on that, but Fuck that. But the, but the point of the matter is I do it because it's not, it's something amazing when you can sit back in your elder age, right? And your kids, your grandkids, neighbors, friends could fill up a box and be like, oh, you want an award? For what? And you talk about your talent and your skill. Because that was what makes the culture great. That it's something you can stand on and people can appreciate with you. Come on, man. People remember when they get married. People remember when they had sex for the first time and have a first kiss or a great job or buy their first car. But an award? Come on, man. That's 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 landmark stuff. And that helps move our culture forward. Number one, connectivity with the populace. Two, appreciation. And number three, memories that you pass on to the people that come after you. And that's what heritage hip hop has always been about. Passing something on so people know not only we exist, but we do a damn good fucking job at what we do. You are some of the greatest rhymers, singers, artists, activists, poets 
of fashion designers, platforms in the world. And for us to go beyond 50 years again depends on how we take care of ourselves, our story, our people, and pass that on to people that come after us. We live in a world right now where they're just erasing black history. They're getting rid of our money. They're getting rid of our investments. We're being overtaxed. And I'm not anti-government and all that stuff. Please don't start me on that. What I'm saying is this is the life that we're living right now where people are actually fighting to know who they come from, where they come from, and their place in life. And the one thing that every person wants to do is leave a legacy. That's why we had damn children. Because your children are the extension of you that lives on after you leave. That's why any creation from you is like your baby. And you nurture it and you put it somewhere where everybody can see it and appreciate it. And I want you to feel and understand that everything you do is the same. Because that's how we're going to survive 50 years later. Not gone tomorrow. And that's what I'm I'm afraid hip-hop is turning into. Here today, gone today, and there is no tomorrow. Look at what's being force-fed to our children. Most of these girls on, who that's the, the girl, the women are running the industry, right? Y'all seen my show, um, are women to blame for hip-hop, right? Go see it if you haven't, and it's on your platform so you can stream it. But think about this. Most of the women today can't tour, they can't sell out shows, and they rap, and when the crowd gets bored, they twerk, and that's what gets everybody into the thing. So the sex is selling not the art. People talked about Jid, right? J-I-D, right? Pardon me. J-I-D came from Dreamville. Had a great album. You don't hear about Jid touring at all, do you? They said the top three artists that people know about from our generation that people don't know at all in the younger generation are Tupac, Ice Cube, and Her. Her is relatively new, but there's children who don't know Tupac and Ice Cube, but you know what they know? They know all that shoot somebody kill somebody and um get high and have sex they know all that shit but they don't know where we came from no problem everybody knows about all the negative shit but what about the people who talk about mental health like samaya savage spiritual health jay wonder what about andy minio christian hip-hop there's so much from New Jersey and so much that we talk about in our diversity that helps this culture that people don't acknowledge and that's fucking wrong. And that has to stop. And I ask you, what do you want to do to for what do you want to do that pertains to this culture? Man, if look, if I showed y'all some of the messages I got from people fucking with me personally about how nobody watches me or I have no influence or nobody I don't give a fuck about none of that. Because I give back to this culture in many ways, not just this one. And the one thing I'm going to tell you is, if we listen to what everybody says about us or try to listen and, and, and go by how they define us, we're going to fail every single time. And that's some bullshit that I'm not going to allow to happen on my watch when it comes to not only my platform, but yours as well. So I'm telling y'all, we have great platforms out here that need that help. And we need you to push our story so people know who we are. Shout out to A-Squad Rebel Radio. Shout out to Heritage Hip Hop. Shout out to Grind Heart Entertainment. Shout out to Where Beats Meets Bars. Shout out with True and Living LLC. Shout out to all these people out here that's doing it, Break a Leg Entertainment and more. There are people out here that's doing it, that's pushing us to that next level. Because you know what? I'm tired of hearing I don't got a team. I'm tired of hearing New Jersey don't support because nobody supports nobody. You got people in Atlanta talking about how they got done dirty. Who's the most influential group in hip hop? They said Outkast was, right? Rico Wade said Outkast fucked him over and went on and left him. So he got jerked and he's in the industry. So I don't want to hear shit about what other people do. Let's focus on what we do. Because we're the persons out there that's making our story being known. And I'm tired of hearing about what everybody else does or does not do. I'm tired of hearing about what everybody thinks or does not think. What do we think? What do we do? How do we invest? The most important thing you can give somebody is attention and time. We're not even giving attention to who we are, but giving, but lending our time to people who are unworthy and beneath us. Who are those people? 
I'll let you decide who that is. My thing is this, and we're going to celebrate hip hop 50 again in 50 more years. How the hell are we going to do it if we're not supporting the people and acknowledging the people that we are? Fuck those lists. Those lists are trash. But you know what? I'll put out a list. Fuck it. Let me put out a list. I don't know. Maybe my list will mean something to somebody. I do something every year. Y'all see this once again, right? Heritage Hip Hop Awards. I acknowledge people all the time, in-state, out-of-state, whatever. But the most important thing about the acknowledgement is not that I do it. It's the fact that not only can you hold your head, hang your, hang your ego on something that somebody sees and acknowledges you, but you can also show the world that what you do and your existence doesn't go for nothing. And that's the most important thing that made hip-hop go for 50 years. People took money out the community, took things out of the school, crime went up, racial shit was happening in the country, people was burning people's houses and destroying their land. Sounds like we're going back there, y'all. Because now they're playing with the money, they're playing with health, food, schools, education, curriculums. And who's going to teach your children or us to be the news that we need to keep us alive and well? Peace, love, unity, having fun. It also turned to education because through hip-hop, we learned black history. Hip-hop is being used on the internet right now for social media to teach black history. Y'all don't know that? Do you? On TikTok and Instagram, I learned more about black history than I ever did reading a book in school. That's hip-hop. That's the, that's the evolution of X-Clan and Public Enemy. It is. They take all these things out of school, right? Art. We got sipping paints. We got anime. That's graffiti culture going to the next level. We got fashion. Who are we going to put to that uh, to the to the next level? Or are we going to worry about 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, as we get older, and no one's talking about who we are today? So my question is, do you give a fuck about who you are today? And if you do, how are you going to pass down your joy, your beliefs, your appreciation of who you are and the culture you say you are a part of to those next to come next because 50 hip hop 51 is going to be determined on what you do until the next year and the year afterwards. So if hip hop is to live 50 more years, you have to make it live. You have to show your appreciation only for the culture, but for yourself and give the world your best. And that's all I ask. Fuck those lists. Fuck what everybody's trying to say we are because they don't know who we are. And I know that because we don't know who we are. So at the end of the day, I thank you for watching the Mike Council on Heritage Hip Hop. This will be available on streaming platforms and here on YouTube. For everybody watching, remember um, the Heritage Hip Hop Awards will be coming in September. Uh, I will have another live to talk about what's going on with me personally so y'all know why. The uh, Truth Behind Beats is coming back. $200 for the person who wins. Period. I'm not, you know, I'm funny with the money. I'm going to pay. Truth Behind Beats is coming back. I like to hear some bars and celebrate some of our artists. And hey, look for Heritage Hip Hop to throw its first event, which, which should be a cypher. I will invite MCs, but we're going to do it with a live band. And we just want people to rap and have a good time. Food, merch, if you want to buy merch. Great party atmosphere, DJ. We're going to have a good time. Shout out to Teddy Bear Jurors. I want to work with him on that. So, all right, I reached the hour, y'all. I got to get to sleep. Uh, big days coming up. Still dealing with healing. So, once again, before I get off of here, I'd like to say rest in peace to Deuce H. Wood, the fifth, and condolences to his family, friends, Ryan partners, everybody out there. Whenever you lose somebody, it's very tragic. And for anybody who's lost somebody, it's it's um very hard to heal, especially immediately. So let the pain hit you, but let the appreciation for the person's life hit you as well. This is Karev at Heritage Hip Hop. 
Thank you for watching. Hit the like button, share. Want to donate? Uh, dollar sign Heritage Hip Hop Cash App. Subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com and everywhere on social media. With that being said, it was a pleasure talking to you tonight. Peace. I'm out. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast featuring the Mike Council. I like to say it's important for us to always tell your story and represent who you are so the world will know not only you exist, but what you do counts. If you like this show, we ask that you subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube or wherever you stream your podcast, which is Anchor.fm, Apple Music, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever else you stream your podcast. If we're there, we ask that you join us for these conversations and more. Please be on the lookout for the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast and the many endeavors that we plan to do as far as our award show, contest shows, etc. Be sure to look out for more. And we thank you for listening. We say peace. May the most high bless you. And we out.